escape to the metaverse but act like you know yeah you are now tuned into the matthew and Lizzo show yeah uh, escape to the metaverse better act like you know you are now tuned into the matthew and Lizzo show yeah Dude, how's the long weekend? Not bad, man. I, this is like a this is like a touching grass weekend, somewhat for me. Sort of stepped away from the computer for a little bit, which I don't do too too often. So uh, I wouldn't go as far to say a vacation. I was like hanging out with family from out of town and everything. So um, getting back in the swing of things now, man. And uh, I don't know what's what. What have you been up to? How's the long weekend for you? Went down to Eugene, Oregon. Went to this pre like one of my favorite um ale breweries called ale song and just had an awesome time there and then went on a pretty epic hike on sunday through forest park in the middle of portland it's just like this is massive forest that's <laughs> also a park and has all these like wood paths or forest paths through them some like more or less difficult and because like the autumn blush and the fall foliage some amazing, amazing views from there out onto the city and all that good stuff. So, yeah, touching, touching grass in the middle of a forest, basically, this weekend. gathering weekend. Uh, what, what, uh, any big takes you came away with uh, zooming out, man? I, I had a couple, actually, man. Um, I, I feel like I, I, I never make it a point to do that, like sort of take a step away and zoom out and everything. It always just sort of happens like happenstancely. And then every mm-hmm. time it just sort of happens like and i realize it's happening and i'm like shit i should like do this like a little bit more often like build it into my schedule it's just it's so hard to step away man it's this the space it's, is very it's exciting. Really refreshing it right? is like it, it gives you this clarity like you're focused on the one thing but like when you empty your mind like that then like the other ideas are able to come in and i don't know for me i guess like the two two big takeaways are two things i thought of i should probably say like one is just I'm just so excited on the future of art, like still, right? Um, especially on the digital side, especially the crypto art side. It just feels like, again, like it's still the future. And that has me, me really excited, regardless of whatever the market sentiment is. Like just anecdotally, and this sort of touches on a current event, but the fucking disgusting situation that's arising between like Israel and, and Hamas, Right, like it's. I, I don't want to wade too far into that because it's, it's disgusting. Um, what's happening? It's atrocious. But in the middle of the war zone, uh, I was talking with with an artist friend yesterday in Israel, and they're dealing with it, and they're taking necessary measures to protect themselves and their family. But they're still able to create art, and they're still releasing art like in the the next couple of weeks because of crypto, because of the internet. And if you can be making art in the middle of a war and releasing it to the world, like that is, that's crazy powerful. So that was the one thing. And then the other side of things, just thinking, thinking about community more 
I've had this like article I've been trying to give birth to over the past month and finally finally finished it. It should be coming out in on uh the fake whale log soon. Uh but it touches on like crypto art, community and infinite games. And for me at least and like this article, it it seems like focusing on like a particular infinite game and then the the groups or collectives that that orient around that specific infinite game and how that group and collective can provide this the shelter like this home base this um feeling of like a sense of belonging in a home-like way to the participants that to me feels like a really clarifying lens for community and yeah that's just what i was thinking about <laughs> on this walkabouts basically this weekend no, it's good, man. I like the I like the zoom out, like big picture stuff. That's that's sort of what I had a chance to do uh, as well, man. Um, yeah, man. I, I my my thoughts are in a different direction, but I don't know. Maybe it all somehow ties together, man. I, I, like, I, dude, I love your takeaways about the art, man. And I I am a strong believer in that, like, overarching philosophy too. Uh, I feel like we're seeing like a lot of artists that are like demoralized essentially by the way the space has shaken out and, and it was just, and I don't really have anything that I'm like really getting at here, but just sort of like an observation, man. It sort of, it just seemed like the space like sprung up from nothing and without like a lot of money in it to a large part of uh, the credit due to artists. Uh, and now it sort of seems like we're like all the way back at the beginning, man. We, we there's a lot of like the similar, a lot of the same artists who were there at the very beginning, uh, and a lot of a lot of new ones who are cool and and well intentioned who came on along the way. But I feel like it's that very similar vibe of like, uh, but different now, like like a similar vibe of like there's there's not any re real big money flying around so there's like a lot of really dope creative stuff going on but then there's like the backlash of there has already been this big hype cycle and so i i feel like a lot of people uh had their hopes up in another upswing coming sooner than it, it is and uh you know had put some of their livelihoods into trying to make a go out of uh being in the space and uh, I just feel like, you know, every week we see like a few more dominoes fall of like people who uh, are just sort of like getting dejected by the space or or, or like, you know, not as optimistic. Uh, but I don't know, man, I, I, I feel good. Uh, I mean, aside from like, I'm sure everyone would be loving to, you know, making a bag like uh, it was possible in 2021 if you were in the right spot. Um, I, I feel good about where the space is at right now because i like the uh i like the creativity flying around in this market man it's sort of like a juxtaposition of like everyone wants numbers to go up and everyone wants to be able to you know provide a bit better life for their family but uh i i really love what's going on in this space right now man i was talking uh, i had a call with ray buckton earlier uh dude who i'd mentioned a couple weeks ago i met him at the founder thing and uh, just like good vibes, man. Feels like he's been around here. Well, he has been around forever, but not like directly involved in our community. But was sort of like talking with him about like the intersection of like NFTs, the metaverse, and interoperability and open source, and like this like you know really niche niche that we're in. Uh, and he sort of likened it to being at the bottom of, end of the hockey stick, man, where like all these components that were uh we've been pushing for and we've been wanting that are all all sort of like separate components but necessarily to create the larger thing 
uh, are finally starting to come together and, and we're seeing it like, you know, play out in real time at the whip, uh, yeah. which is, is what had sparked the call, man. The, the one with Metageist a couple of weeks ago, he hadn't made it last week, but he was uh, still talking about that previous one. Uh, that was just like the integration of so many things, you know, ranging all the way from Metageist's like physical piece that was attached to the NFT, that was attached to the AR layer that we were experiencing in the metaverse on a code trip car that was put fully on the blockchain and then, in, you know, imported and, you know, delivered a layer of interoperability and, and, and you know, so... Much of this stuff we've wanted uh, is finally coming together, man. And and I, it sort of crept up on me and I think everyone very quickly. It all happened very fast. But I'm like, man, we're like now really starting to scratch at a lot of the potential that we were all already always wishing was here. And now it's like finally starting to be here, man. And maybe we really are at the bottom of the hockey stick. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen a lot of like what you're saying at the beginning too. A lot of folks demoralized, more or less. Um, I see a lot of like snarky critiques of folks that are more demoralized or just um, specific, specifically on the art front. People are just like, oh, that that collector or many collectors aren't collecting the right way. Or like, of course, if you're an artist and you quit your full time gig to come into art and in this market if you didn't have like a massive following or you haven't been doing something consistent um over the past few years yeah it's it's going to be a a pain cage right but i think that's also indicative of folks focusing on the the wrong game right so if you're you're focused primarily on the money side of things or the engagement or whatever um like the finite game side like winners losers there's gonna be a lot more losers than winners obviously especially in this market but if you're focused on like doing the thing that's exciting to you for the sake of doing the thing and figuring out like fun ways to go about it like you're gonna have a good time and the people that are still sticking around now are in the latter camp and we saw that 2018 2019 2020 like those are the folks that helped kind of set up like all the the crazy roller coaster (laughs) that happens uh in 2021 into 2022 and it's it's just getting that it's it's a subtle shift in focus right like focusing on just having fun as opposed to like fuck when am i going to get my next paycheck or something like that like you need to don't get me wrong Get get the finances in line. Take another job if you need to. Like, you do what you need to do um, to be able to eat and, and all that good stuff. But here, it has to be focused on that, on the fun, doing something for the sake of doing something, and experimenting and like running trials of what works, what doesn't. You know, um, all the all the things that we've been doing and like we embody at the whip. And just in our individual lives, like that's, that's the secret sauce. And to your latter point, seeing the, the interoperable kind of dreams that we've had really start to manifest. And I, again, it feels like every week since the whip where we had Metageist rolling around in his VR uh, world and looking at his metaverse sculptures that he was then releasing on the code trip vehicles and monster trucks, like, Bro, the the future is here today. 
And it's not just like the, the tools are fragmented or being built. Like the, the tools are all here. It's just we got to get them together in the right place. Like <laughs> it is so fucking cool and exciting. And to see more people have that light bulb moment um, of which we're a part of because it's like, oh shit, like you just got to kind of do the thing and then you realize what is possible, what's not possible. Um, and with the whip, it's just like that easy vehicle to see exactly what is possible today and just crazy to measure that against the past it is man i feel like all this sort of relates to what we were talking about a little bit last week when we were talking about the whole matt kane uh saga which pissed a lot of people off wonderful um (laughs) our episode uh maybe me specifically anyway uh but but the the removal of expectations man i feel like we've seen this a couple cycles now right where like the money is sort of taken out of largely taken out of the equation and you have this like flourish of creativity because and i i feel like it's largely attributed to the money being taken out of the equation and it gives people room for experimentation without the pressure of having to cater to that side of the thing and and, you know I, i feel like it's very difficult no matter who you are or what you're doing to maintain like total creative integrity if it's also your lifeline. And, and you know, I don't, and I'm not saying that in like a, you know, it, it's a bad thing, but like, you know, at some point, you know, there's a transition probably for a lot of people who are making good money on the art side and creation side of things where like, you know, you have to take into consideration uh, if I put a lot of time into making something who's going to buy it? And I'm, am I going to be compensated like appropriately for the amount of time that it takes me? And, the, you know, there's all this mental gymnastics that comes into that side of the coin. Uh, and, and so when you remove that whole thing, man, I, I feel like you get a, you get a different, uh, not necessarily a different crowd of people, but like sort of that, like that shift that you were talking about in mentality where like, okay, well now that's not even on the table. So I'm just going to do things. And, and I feel like that's when all the exciting shit comes out. And then we see the cycle play out, right? Then like all this exciting shit comes out because people are, you know, have that creative liberty to do things and the money flows in and people are like, oh, fuck, now there's money here. I should like, you know, cater my style a little bit or whatever. And then, you know, rinse, repeat, it, it seems like. Uh, but but the, the downswing this time around, man, I, I feel like we're getting into like the real good stuff now where the, you don't have a lot of people out here uh, who aren't, super fans doing a lot of like shit for fun and the shit for fun is really fucking interesting right now man like maybe more than ever yeah and there's just a wider base of folks that are here compared to uh, like a comparable time back in 2019 2020 and there's more tools in the toolkit for folks to mess around with so you're, you're seeing more things like hit the wall of course, like a lot of shit that you throw at the wall falls off, but more stuff is sticking just because there's more people throwing shit at the wall. And that's, that's the rub, right? And I, I feel like if you start to see those, those things stack up, which is probably what uh, people that have been in the space, like for, I, I just keep thinking about like um, Peter Pan talking about like consumer crypto, that whole side of things. Um, they're, they're seeing what we're seeing and you're seeing other folks like confirm what we're feeling, what we're seeing, uh, on a week to week basis. So it's, again, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. There's a lot of shit going on in the space. People are like 
reckoning with like what they like the hangover of the bull. I see a lot of people <laughs> like in a hangover state. Like you can just imagine like people like walking up in like a or waking up in a, a groggy, foggy haze and looking at their wall. They're like, oh, what did I spend like tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on? And then it's just like adjective animal pfps it's like oh fuck my life <laughs> versus folks that maybe went in on art and they're like oh actually this is it's kind of dope i i still have the art <laughs> for you they just like a specific counter example no i mean that I, that was always like my philosophy and i i think you got to take it right like if you're if you're buying art and the value of the art goes to zero you better like the art that you bought for the sake of art otherwise what the fuck there's like a lot of other safer uh more predictable investments and and things you could buy with your money but you gotta you gotta like what you're buying and and i i mean we've all fall, fallen victims to like fomo and and I'm, I'm not i'm not referring to anything specifically you have i'm not like totally aware but uh for the most part man i feel like i learned my lesson in that direction and uh you know try to try to stick with stuff projects i believe in stuff that i like uh and that if i get stuck with it i'm not too too disappointed um but but yeah man the the hangover is real uh for a lot of people and uh i I don't know man i i feel like you know we all knew i I guess it's easy for me to say man and a lot of people who are smarter than me fell subject to like making like you know poor investment decisions uh the hype cycle is just so crazy man It, it, it there was definitely a point where uh, and I remember it showing up to NFT NYC and walking out in Times Square and seeing NFTs like all over the place, like right after COVID and prior to that, it was like nowhere. And I'm like, maybe this is the mainstream. And it, you know, we've hit this plateau that we never, you know, go back down from because, you know, we've hit like that certain threshold of acceptance or whatever, but nope, fucking hype cycle. <laughs> yeah. And I think a, a bit of related kind of perspective to this that um, I observed through the years, and there's some there's some stalwarts on crypto Twitter that have really helped kind of contextualize this and put it in the proper perspective. But like Chris Bernisky is someone that's been through multiple multiple cycles, along with others. But I guess there's like this common adage where it's like your first bull run. You, you probably like shit the bed and then missed the, missed the train, right? And you're like, fuck, I, I missed generational wealth, never going to get there. Second bull run, you probably made a decent bag, but then you probably weren't, if you're like in countries that have unfavorable tax regimes, <laughs> probably weren't conscious of the taxes, or you also probably fumbled more than you gained too. So that's why a lot of folks are like that. You, you just keep learning those lessons, keep paying attention to what you missed or disregarded in the past and just like become more present and uh, observational, blah, blah, blah. And then that third bull run is when things get more interesting because of those lessons learned. Of course, there's haters that like, that's like, there's not going to be a third one. Like, fuck that. People always give up before that. But I feel like there's, a, there's something to that. And as long as you're kind of like self-reflective, and learning your, from your mistakes, you're just going to be in a better position, whether like that bull run happens in crypto or not or whatever, or just some other part of your life. Uh, paying attention to those, those moments and like the ebbs and flows, I think that's also like super helpful perspective. 
Yeah, dude, absolutely, man. I remember there's like a there's an early meme, like Bitcoin meme, like very early on where there's these like two guys on a roller coaster and they're like going like super fast and they're just like totally unflappable, like, you know, stone faces, like they're not impressed or like whatever. Uh, and, and I feel like exactly what you said, man, like eventually you just you, you get to this point where like, uh, you know, and I've been involved in crypto since like 2012 and, and have experienced like exactly what what you're talking about, man, like in terms of like navigating these cycles and everything. And, uh, you know, and it's it's just comical, man. Like, you know, at this point, you know, you see people get frustrated and give up and like, you know, it's, it's dead. It's not going anywhere. You know, we failed our mission, like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, for 10 years, like people have been saying that, like, you know, nonstop. And, and, you know, it was, it's, it's only in a better, you know, aside from like 2021 or whatever, like it's really only in a better position that it's ever been and like steadily mm -hmm. growing in that direction. Uh, and so it's just like, it's, it's almost like, you know, people discrediting themselves like automatically. Now, when I hear people say stuff like that, it's like, dude, it's been a decade, man. This is like, and a lot of like the stuff that like, people are most excited about right now is like really nascent technology, like built on top of this technology. But like, when you look at like the, the broad scope of things, like it's been around longer than a decade. I've just been in it that long, but I'm like, you know, it's, it's just so silly to me to see, you know, people who claim to be in it for the long run and like have this like deep understanding of it to like get so dejected and demoralized. It's like, you know, if you've been around here or you've done your homework, like this, this happens and, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's wild how much all of this is, is perspective really and mindset, like staying more open-minded than not. Um, yeah, <laughs> like a lot of this is mental, <laughs> like, yeah. um, of course there's other elements, but it's, it's surprising. Like if you really think about it, like, and what keeps people around its perspective and mindset for the most part. And then again, like focusing on, on the right things versus the wrong things, which in the latter category, you focus on the wrong thing. You're just going to bury yourself in misery and grief and anxiety. And you're probably better off just like dipping out been sticking around if that's what's what you're anchoring to well dude that's really interesting actually what you just said uh because i i feel like uh perspective absolutely but i i feel like for a long time it only really necessitated like financial perspective and i was thinking about i think i i was tagged on some thread and ogar was talking about like people not imploding and matt king was talking about like he plodding along or something like that uh, something where a bunch of like people been around got tagged and everything. And I was, I was just thinking to myself, man, like, you know, if you were at in NFTs from the beginning, you know, which you and I were and a lot of like the whip community and everything, like, you know, I feel like that was really the first time in crypto in general, in broad scope, where like a, a true community, like really sprung up around the technology that wasn't like so deep in the weeds of the actual like blockchain tech or wasn't like financially driven. There was like a true like culture that came up around it, an art scene and like, you know, all these different people like flooding into the space and, and, you know, getting, getting that sort of vibe rugged, I, I think 
fucked a lot of people up, right? Like there, there's a sense that we were like building something more like beyond all that for a long time. And, and I think a lot of people sort of lost faith in, in that like overarching uh, vision happening, man. And, 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 and I can understand that in some ways, man, I'm like, dude, four years in NFTs or, you know, there's been like so many crazy ups and downs and like wild things happening. Like it does take like some mental fortitude to like, just, stay in it and and stay you know faithful that this shit will you know it is the inevitable course of events and you know we are on a path towards something here it's just not maybe where you know we all know it's going to get to eventually but uh but man like you know all those different people coming into the space during that time uh i you know i can only imagine and, and you were involved in crypto like you know a long time prior to that as well man and, and so i feel like you know, having that perspective coming into that probably helped me a lot more than I actually realized. Than if I was like an artist came into the scene, this fucking all this wild shit happened. And then here we are again, you know, back at the beginning, four years later with just a bunch of different like tools at our disposal. Um, it's it's a wild ride, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, being here for a long time, it, it gives you an opportunity to see more. Um, but I, I think a lot of people mistake just longevity with that understanding and perspective and all of that and there, there's just like a massive amount of personal work that needs to go into getting the right mindset right um i i bring this up quite a bit when i talk to folks like usually when i'm drunk <laughs> but just more about like the the philosophical like religious implications of a fast-paced kind of always-on world like crypto and the internet compared to, for example, like IRL. And like think of like a thousand years ago, even like modern day, like like Buddhist monks that are like going out into the countryside to the temple, trying to remove themselves from the world, going into the forest for years on end, trying to find that mental clarity and uh, serenity and all that good stuff and it's like well yeah you could do that or you could spend like a couple months like full blast in crypto and and learn not to feel the the swings the go the crazy ups and the crazy downs but just kind of like learning to keep that like neutral balance and perspective and just like see things observe things as they actually are internalize them disregard them if not needed and move on and move forward but the ability to use crypto as that self-edifying tool to kind of keep that that balance and that clarity in mind in such a short time compared to like what folks used to have to do in real life to in an attempt to find that i i find that also like a crazy fascinating subject huh yeah that's interesting man like tremendous financial ambiguity as a path towards enlightenment i may be close (laughs) (laughs) Dude, we've been we've been vibing like for the past n number of years, and we've never had like any any issue with one another because I think we both have that same sort of mindset where we're vibing with one another. We're hearing someone like the other side's take, internalizing it, agreeing with it, throwing it in the waste bin, and being like, ah, "That's shit," but whatever. Like I still love you, dude. <laughs> like, um. Yeah, like I, I think we're we're proof of that, personally. Yeah, 
Uh, dude, what ideas of mine are you throwing in the waste bin, man? I'm fucking dropping solid gold, like, nonstop around here. Yeah, I, I normally don't throw any of your shit in the waste <laughs> basket, dude. <laughs> Fuck with you. Um, no, man, uh, I mean, you know, not to, like, well, I guess to sort of, like, toot our own horns, man, but I, I feel like that's, like, why people have, people like our podcast, man, and I feel like that's why, you know, we're sort of seen in a pretty good light for the most part in the space. Uh, because uh, I think we do a pretty good job of not getting sucked into the crazy swings. And and actually, man, I was sort of, this is going to sound unrelated, but it's not, man. So, so obviously this war is going on, man, and, and a lot of people are talking about it and on Twitter and everywhere, of course, and everything. It's fucking crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, I, and I'm trying to, think of like where my place is in all of this. Right. And I'm like, you know, people, people don't like read my Twitter feed to like learn about my takes on war or anything like that. I mean, like maybe, you know, partially interested in like where I stand, but like, I like fucking catch and release bugs, man. Like from my house, I'm like the most passive person. So like, that's like basically where I stand. Um, but I'm, I'm like, you know, and, and so thinking about like the larger community, man, and how like, you know, everyone sort of like has their role and, and there's like so many different like nuances and facets to it and everything. And, uh, and I feel like, you know, we've done a pretty good job of like, you know, with the whip of providing like that space for people to go to, man. And, and I read some other article about like, you know, the, the religion sort of, you know, on a big, giant downswing in general. And. Uh, the lack of like a third community space for people to go to in general and how that's contributing to like loneliness and shit like across the board in the US and like blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, you know, having been able to sort of create this like bastion with the whip that is sort of like a third space, despite it not being a physical space, but that also people can, it's predictable in the sense that like it's going to be, fun right it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be like a departure from uh some of some of all that other stuff which and not to minimize it and it's tremendously important but i i feel like there's a big value in being able to deliver exactly what we're delivering uh and, and including show man you know knowing that he's going to come in and give the hard takes on hard subjects and everything and and that has a great place within the context of the whip and everything um and and so i i feel like you know despite the whip being wildly unpredictable in terms of like the content uh, we're delivering. And I, I feel like I feel very good about and this is also part of like, I guess my zoom out takes like over the weekend, man, I feel like good about like, sort of what we've been able to create in terms of the position of that event within the community and it being sort of like an anchor and a gathering point that, uh, you know, people sort of know what to expect, but don't and and, uh, and, I, and I guess I'm saying that to say, man, I, I feel like, you, you know, that has has sort of helped me sort of figure out my role in all of this and you know what is most relevant for me to be like focusing on and everything and i'm like i i like that niche man i i feel like it's an important one and it doesn't really need to deviate from that uh mantra and everything I, and i feel like especially like in times like this where 
wild shit is going on in the world. People are like upset fighting with each other, both like over there and like, you know, with, you know, there's people in my community from both sides of the coin and everything. And so uh, I'm like, shit, man, being able to provide a safe space where people can just come and fucking hang out and talk about art and get away from all of that, I feel like is, is better than trying to enter every fray. Uh, and, and like we were saying during the hype cycle, man, not like not getting wildly distracted by like anything, but exactly what we're doing within the context of what we're doing. And that was like a fucking really long ramble, man, to say that uh, I think you and I have achieved enlightenment through financial ambiguity and we're doing a pretty good job with it. <laughs> Amen, dude. Um... <laughs> No, but the the digital destination that the whip has become, and again, like it has been this like roving roaming show, but especially with Hyperfy, man, we we have our home, literally we have our home base, our ground zero for the whip, right? And that's it's very cool to be able to go back week in week out and have that dependability uh, with with one another, but with the whip crew, Dragonate and Show. Um, Fractilians these days, Fox Yoga, uh, most of the time, the beginning of the show, um, Samuel Jackson, for Christ's sake, like pretty fucking cool. <laughs> and then everyone in between the whip fam showing up and, and the guests and all of that. It's so important. And it goes back to scent and like what happened over there. Um, having, having that digital destination for folks to, to be able to come to and orient around like, Again, it's not so much as just a digital place to, to come together. Like, that's cool, but there's like a billion websites. The core ingredient, I think, is orienting around like a specific open-ended thing that people just love to do for the sake of doing it, like that infinite game. And once you have all those pieces together, and once you're conscious of trying to make people feel good when they come to that digital destination, that's when the magic happens. That's when you achieve enlightenment. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. Um, Dude, it feels good, man. It feels like home, right? Like we, we sort of, we had like sort of a home uh, back in the day with like the token smart amphitheater and like the token smart lounge, or at least like they felt like home me enough because we, you know, used them a bunch and returned to them and uh, had some build rights and were able to manipulate some things. But uh, we've had this whip parcel for a, a few months now, man. And it, it really does like, you know, the whip has always sort of been like this traveling circus uh, and it still is, uh, but I, I feel like, you know, we, we found a nice home within meme explorers to help on the tech side of things and route our, you know, our events through and everything, but having like a virtual home that is, uh, it, it's just so the whip man, right? Like I, I've had people just like hop into the parcel and like hit me up in DMS, like not during the event. And they're like, wow, the parcel is amazing. And, you know, then I explain like, yeah, man, we, you know, we've been trying to, you know, leave a piece of each of the whips in there from each one. And, and you can see like, you know, the, the sort of the history of events and, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's so cool to have something like that at our disposal now. And, uh, I don't know, man, I feel like I, I, I feel optimistic, dude. I, I feel like, uh, I feel like I was grouchy as fuck during the hype cycle and the bull market and everything. Uh, and now I'm like, dude, I feel very optimistic again about like how uh, how this all ends up. Bottom of the hockey stick vibes. 
I don't know the hockey, hockey stick vibes. It's probably, probably the title. <laughs> I, I can hear Dragonate just like nodding vociferously. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> Although, shout out Dragonate. Like, uh, often he comes up with uh, the titles of the shows too. So sometimes I, I see you give me oh, credit, yeah. but like, low key, Dragonate is a master of titling. So mm. I do need to shout him out. Shout out Dragonate, Ghostwriter title master. Good shit. Another title, yeah, man. But <laughs> to the, I mean, we we talked about it like multiple times already. But really stoked for the next couple of whips. We have some cool things cooking up. Um, this week we got Code Trip and Fabiano Speziati baked into here. Next week, um, Metagice bringing like a group show of, of like Metaverse sculptures together. And then maybe you want to touch on the twenty sixth. I know you put out an open call. For some crazy shit coming in, um, for what's effectively going to be the Halloween whip. You want to talk more about that? What? Yeah, let's what let's hear whatever. Let me shill. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. If there's anyone listening to us, we're going to have a Halloween whip event on the 26th, October 26th, same time. Um, start at the whip parcel, uh, and we have Misfit Pixels uh, is going to sort of Halloweenize their zombie shooter game. Uh, so we already have like a cool activity with that, but we've done some incredible things in the past. Like, so, you know, visited some really decked out Halloween parcels. Uh, Eclectic Method had like a dance party for us. We, uh, you know, have gone trick or treating uh, to a bunch of different people's parcels for NFTs. Like pretty much anything is on the table. I, I did. I put out an open call on Twitter. I had a bunch of feedback that I got to sift through. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I'm sort of approaching this how I do like a lot of things where, you know, if, if there's a bunch of people who want to participate, let's look at all the pieces to the puzzle and see how we can fit them all together and make something really dope. So uh, if anyone wants us to swing by their parcel and come trick or treating and, and pick up a thing or you got some cool installation you want to show off or have send to us so we can drag it into the whip parcel or some other idea. Uh, you know, let's have like a really fun, weird Halloween event. We've already got like a bunch of cool stuff lined up uh, besides the Misfit Pixels thing uh, on the back burner. But it, once again, trying to figure out how it all fits together for something dope. Uh, but nevertheless, it shall be no matter what. Oh, yeah, dude. Looking forward to all those things. Um, yeah, man. Anything else before we dip out for the day? No, man. I like the I like the zoom out esoteric enlightenment uh, conversation, man. I feel like uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I gotta you know take take more perspective. I I'm very guilty of like doing too many things and getting sort of stuck in the weeds at times, and need to remember to zoom out periodically. So uh, so this is a good one. Boom. There we go, dude. All right, man. We'll see you after what tomorrow. All right, good shit, dude. Later, man. Thanks, brother. Yo, what up, Trisla? What up, Rakak? All right, everyone. See you after what tomorrow.